Talk by T, what up? Yo, congrats, my bro. I know you just graduated. Hey. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Hey. Yo, I haven't been on live in a minute, but what up, what up, what up? I am your boy Jersey. We here with a Zap exclusive. Okay, we're not playing no games. Today we getting into it with my boy Aldrin McCullough, CEO and founder of the biggest gospel platform, Gospel Artist Entertainment. Yes. Okay, we're going to get zapped in today. What up, Kiki? I see you on here. Okay, Darlene. What up, Darlene? Okay, what's on here? Let me see. Prodigy, what up? Anthony, what up? Yo, again, everybody say congrats to my boy Travis. He just graduated. All right, we salute people, especially black men that's graduating college out here. Shout out to Travis. <laughs> Alright, so let's get into this conversation. We got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. We're getting zapped in. I'm taking callers today, so send in your calls um, because we actually taking calls today. Alright? Uh, Algin, you on here? Gospel, you on here already? Oh, he's not on here yet. This is no. No. Negative. So, we got a lot of things to get into today. It's a whole bunch of stuff going on in media. It's a whole bunch of stuff going on in entertainment. If the Billboard Awards is going on right now, anybody watching? That's probably a no. <laughs> Yo, but we need to support these artists, though. You know what I'm saying? But do the artists support us? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just playing. Listen, we got to support the arts. We got to make sure that we keep the arts alive. But most importantly, black artists, okay? Uh, we support all artists. But black artists, we're going to make sure we really support them, okay? Yes. That's facts. All right, today is not really a gospel episode, but it really is kind of like a gospel episode. We're going to be talking about what's really going on. Pastor Jamal Bryant, we're calling you to the stand tonight. Yes! Pastor Jamal Bryant, we're calling you to the stand tonight. Yes! Okay, we have a lot of things to get. Oh, what up, gospel artist entertainment? He's in the building. All right, we're about to get the conversations crackadacking, all right? And you're about to get zapped in, all right? Make sure you follow the page if you're not following Zap Exclusive, because that's what we're pushing right now. That's what it's all about. Please be zapped in. Follow the page, Zap Exclusive. My brother, Alger McCullough, is in the building. Again, let me give an introduction. Um, the largest media platform in the world, CEO and founder of Gospel Artists Entertainment, okay? Yes! Alger, I don't know why it's not letting... Do uh, you need to call in? Or I need to call in, but I need to get you on here. Um, you know, Instagram, I don't even know how to work this no more. But, um, okay, how you go? How do I? Let me see what I'm saying. Invite. All right, we back in the business. You back in the Schmidt. All right, but if don't, what up, Big Joe? Oh, there you go. What up, bro? Yo, what up, man? What's Gucci? Man, I'm chilling. How you doing? I'm great, man. How are you? Bro, I'm good, man. I'm here. It's been a long time. It's been a minute, it's been a minute, it's been a minute. Everybody, yo, welcome back, Algie McCullough from Gospel Artists Entertainment, CEO and founder of the biggest media gospel platform in the world, okay? Algie, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> so this, we've had you before on so many other platforms, you know what I'm saying? I've been on your platform, but right now this is Zap exclusive. And we just basically all about tapping into the people that's moving the culture forward. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Now you are so big in the gospel scene. And I wanted to just tap in to a lot of gospel things that's going on because gospel has been in the media quite a lot recently. 
It has. <laughs> okay. Um, hold on. I don't know why you look a little. Do I look blurry to you? Uh. -uh. Do I look blurry? Uh, just a little bit. I don't know why. Uh, comment below, y'all, if anybody looks blurry. And today we're taking callers in. So if you actually have something to say about the topics, we have to, we're gonna listen to what you have to say. So we're taking callers. Send your call in now. Yes. Um, now, Aldrin, starting with this topic. Mm-hmm. Pastor Jamal Bryant. Okay. Mm. Let's get into some things. Yes. Wow. He recently said a lot in his past service about Mr. Kevin Samuels that just mm. recently passed away. Mm -hmm. now, I don't know everybody. Kevin Samuels is a YouTuber that um just goes around giving his advice or his opinion on what women should do in order to attract men or what women should do in order to keep men or what women should do in order to be respected by men. His opinion, right? Um, you can either subscribe or unsubscribe to. Um, so, <laughs> um, Pastor Jamal Bryant recently said, you know, he now he passed away. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Mm -hmm. um, he passed away recently, but Pastor Jamal Bryant, who's a pastor, recently just said, um, in the middle of his service or a prayer, um, you know, we're not going to subscribe to what Kevin Samuels is saying, and you are above that. And, you know, just basically giving his opinion on Ke Kevin Samuels, a dead man, in the middle of a service. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Um, well, first of all, I fully support Pastor Jamal Bryant. Um, I think what he has going on is an absolutely amazing ministry. He has a great ministry. He has a great congregation. He has a great, you know, he's a realist. He's a, um, he's somebody that's, I believe is going to speak his mind. Um, the whole thing with Kevin Samuels, first of all, I did not follow Kevin Samuels. I did not. Um, when it comes down to sermons, um, preachers are going to speak the truth. Um, and one thing that I realized is that when it comes down to people like Jamal Bryant, um, he has a way of doing and saying things to where it makes you really tap in and make you really open your mindset to a whole new outlook. Mm -hmm. And so, and not only just a whole new outlook, but a whole new outlook on the situation that he, um, not only just him, but. You know, other preachers like him um, that will present things a certain way. We can always take things and get bits and pieces of clips here and there and, you know, make it to be what it really isn't. Me personally, uh, I did not follow Kevin Samuels. Um, may God rest his soul. Um, I did not follow him. But I've seen enough clips to be turned off by some of the things that he have done pertaining to black women. <laughs> to me personally, I just feel like Pastor Jamal Bryant was just speaking his truth. I mean, he was just stating what he felt and his mindset. Um, there are certain ways that, you know, that could, you know, certain things could be said, you know, different ways or, you know, it's, it's a lot of things. It could be, you know, said certain ways or whatnot or, you know, it's the way you say things. It's how you say it. It's how you approach it. And everybody has their own way of doing it. Uh, I'm not knocking it, you know. 
Um, but would that stop me from supporting Pastor Jamal Bryant? Absolutely not. Like I said, I look at his ministry. I look at his ministry overall. Overall, he has a great ministry. He has a great following. He has a great inspirational life that can be that is that has been a huge impact for so many people. We have to look at. He's also a civil rights activist. He's a he's a civil rights move. Uh, movement person he's an activist where you know he's about to he's all for the black community so when he sees i feel like when he sees not only just him but people like myself and other people when we see one black person talking about another black person it's like yo we already get talked about enough mm. we already so our mission yes. our goal is to come together and really uplift each other i don't understand why is it that we have our race going against our race when we have another race going against us. It's just like y'all don't want to see change. So I feel I feel where he's coming from, to be honest. Um I understood it. I understood what he was saying. And um like I said, yeah, people make mistakes and everything, but your your name and your reputation matters. Absolutely. Absolutely. Your name and re your reputation matters. What what you yes. will, what you will be remembered of is how. Basically, when while we are living, we are living our life. We are writing our resume, and our life is our resume. So when we die, what is the last thing people are going to remember us by? That you know what I absolutely agree with that. But you know, but but let me ask you this though. Do you? But Kevin Samuels has just passed away, right? You don't feel like as a pastor, there's a certain amount of responsibility with even your tone, the, the delivery, even if I, the yeah. is strong and the message is there and the message is clear, mm -hmm. but it could be offensive to people that are grieving. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and then also, can it be like everything is now media related? And can, it can look like an attention grab. Mm -hmm. you no. Know, that that's what the, the streets is talking. Uh, you know, everybody's saying that he he did it for attention. Now yeah. let me, let, me, let me also say this. Omarion put a tweet out. Okay, let me read what Omarion's tweet was. Mm -hmm. said, Quote: It's sad when people can't respect the family after losing a loved one. He's no longer here. Why add insult to injury? What about the people that loved him, like his mom? They got this and they got to hear about this. This is disturbing and whack as f. Regardless of his views, he didn't kill nobody. We all need to have more compassion. This is why I don't attend these fake places of worship respectfully. Okay? Now, that's coming from the R&B legend Omarion. And I did see that. I did see that. By the way, shout out to Omarion. He's a great artist. Love him. Um, I did see that. And I, I respect where he's coming from. I respect what he's saying. Um, everybody, like I said, everybody has their own opinion. Everybody has their own way of, you know, viewing certain situations. Um, I would say maybe it was the wrong timing because the <clears throat> death was so fresh, you know, and it was just like, may maybe that's what that was, you know, maybe it was the wrong timing. I yes. don't know the meaning behind, like, I don't know the logistics behind all of that. You know, I just... I'm just the type of person where I just sit back and I watch and I look. And, you know, um, I hate that something like that has impacted in a negative way to somebody like Amarion to make it 
seem like that the church is being viewed like that, which, and honestly, like, I feel like when it comes down to the, you know, the church world, we have to understand and realize that everybody's not the same. There are certain churches that operate yeah. differently. So I can't sit up here and say But is that, but it's the huh? same. Huh? But is Jesus the same? Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. It's not it's not Jesus that yeah. changed. It's man that changed. So man is the one that changed. We're in flesh. We change uh, every day. So when it comes down, when it comes down to things like that, I look at it like this. Everybody's not the same. The way you operate your show may, be, may not be the way I operate my show. The way uh, McDonald's operates is not the way Burger King operates. McDonald's is ba-da-pa-pa-pa. I love it. Uh, I'm loving it. McDonald's is, uh, I mean, Burger King is, you know, have it your way. <laughs> there is two different corporations. So I can't, I can't base but they're but but what they both have in common is for one they're both restaurants. They they both sell burgers. Okay. They both taste yes. differently. There's different tastes. So okay. I can't get mad at at Burger King for something McDonald's did. <laughs> I completely listen. I completely understand. You know I can't I can't get mad at so that also goes to pastorship. That also goes to churches. Just because you don't agree with one pastor does not mean that another pastor is the same way. And I, I hate that it has become, it has come to a, 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 a place like this where Hello? Hello? If you tapped in, if you zapped in, this is Zap exclusive. Um, we're just having a little bit of. Hello. Are we back? We back. <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a call to come through. My bad. No problem. My bad. That call knocked you back into focus. Now you're not blurry no more. I oh, I'm sorry. I got my bad. I, I got a call to come through. It's okay. But um. Uh, but yeah, so it's um, we we can't compare one to another. We can't. I mean, I mean, we we can't we can't compare. So it's it's said that we have different, you know, different, you know, places where you know we we're like, okay, well, if I had a bad experience here, yeah, I'm never going to this other place. Well, no, that's not always the case. Everybody, everybody's different. You know, everybody's different, so... Everybody definitely is different. But like I said, gospel is supposed to be... It's going to segue into the next, the next um, conversation, next topic. But gospel, I think, is supposed to spread, you know, you know, wide and strong and, to, and supposed to make sure that it represents a certain thing. So I feel like when it gets messy and there's so much conversation about why would he say that and why would he say this and celebrities are chiming in it just mm -hmm. doesn't look good from a perspective from a from a, even a civilian standpoint you know what i'm saying yeah. so now let's get into this next conversation all right shout out to by the way by the way i love all of them i, lo I love our pastor javar bryant omarion um uh even though he's gone kevin samuels everybody i mean at the end of the day, we're human. We're all human. We all make mistakes. Yeah. You know, that goes both for, you know, 
the the preacher and the not the not preacher the the non preacher that goes for both. We all make mistakes. We're all human, and as long as we on earth, we're all gonna make mistakes. But it is our job to learn from our mistakes, not just keep it at that. Listen, I completely understand. Listen, if you're zapped in right now, you're listening to this conversation. Please chime in on the comments. Drop what you feel. Do you feel that um, Omarion is right in his stance? Like that, you know, sometimes that the place of worship is not as what it needs to be. Or do you feel like? Uh, Pastor Jamal Bryan was right in his stance by, you know, what he had to say. Uh, we want to hear your opinion, and if you feel like calling in to talk about it, we're here to take some calls as well. Yes! All right, now, we're going to move into the next conversation. Alger, we appreciate you for your commentary. We're all here to definitely support. All right, now, millennials and Gen Z, okay, they're not drawn to church like they once were. There's a big gap with a lot of teenagers now, the new millennials just not really being into church. And it's trickling into the music, even the now the gospel vets feel like the new music coming out is not authentic to um, the culture of gospel music, Christianity. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on just the new generation and this new gospel? What do you think is happening? It's, I mean, with time comes change mm -hmm. and with change comes new eras the thing is my question is i know you asked me a question but i have a question with a question okay my question is what are we not doing to keep the momentum going within the gospel community community that allows the younger generation to be drawn to us i feel like I feel like, here's the thing, when it comes down to the gospel community or to just church period, I feel like there certain generations or, or certain people or certain young people, if they want to go to church, they want to feel like they're at church, not at the club. Okay. Because you got to, I mean, there's, there's always got to be a separation. Like, I understand trying to draw the young people in, you know, with all of the different stuff or whatever, but I think where we're losing them at is, say, for instance, they, they, they go to a club or something, and they've been going to the club for, for, for years and years and years or whatever, or, you know, whatever, and they get burnt out, and they're like, well, I want to do something different. Like, I want to just give church a try. They should be able to go into church and experience church, not go into church and experience the club. Because it's like, well, if this is what they doing here at church, then I might as well just stay in the club. So I think a lot of times they get burnt out and tired of things like that, you know. And I'm like, because when, when I go to church, I've been going to church my entire life, you know. I was born and raised in church, still going to church and whatnot. And so when I go to church, I want to feel like I'm in church, you know, because that's where I go, you know. I don't want to feel like I'm in the club. Now, I understand, you know, as, like I said, with time comes change and everything, and I understand that, you know, with the music and with, you know, teachings or whatnot, you try to reach the younger generation, that's fine. You know, do what you need to do. I'm here for it. You know, but there also needs to be a balance and a separation, and I think that's where the problem is, is there's a lot of unbalanced situations that's happening within the church where that's causing the, you know, gener what's that, Gen X? Gen X, millennials, generation. Millenn yeah. No, well, millennials are us. I, we're, we're millennials, yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
But I feel like that's where it cuts off. I feel like there's half of us that really rock with that old school vibe of church. Yeah. And like you inside church, but then there's the other half of us that like more of a new school approach to it. But that's what that's where the separation is for the younger generation because they're looking up to it and not knowing what to really follow. So now it's kind of like all over the place. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but and then I agree. And um, one thing, uh, one of the main things is the parents nowadays with their kids, a lot of them don't get them involved in church. They allow them to just do whatever they want to. And so a lot of them think, okay, well, I can just go out and destroy people's houses or kill somebody or be in these gangs and everything when just get them in church. And I promise you, you get them in church and you get them to the right church, they're going to change their whole mindset but a lot of parents nowadays they don't they don't take their kids to church they don't bring them to church and that's why that's that's another reason why that yeah. there is such a struggle with reaching out to the young people because they are not familiar with church they some young people feel like oh well church is boring church is this and that you know it's all about how you present themselves also in the bible it also say with love and kindness have I drawn thee. So you also gotta show love and kindness to be able to draw somebody in. Yeah. You can't be rude and mean and, and turning people away because of the way they look, the way they smell, yeah. the way they act. Like, yo, it's love and kindness have I drawn thee. It's not hatred. It's not, you know, cussing somebody out. It's not, you know, turning them away and, and downgrading them and which goes yeah. back to the whole you downgrading black women, the whole situation with Kevin Sam. You gotta like if you wanna draw people or build somebody up, like build them up with confidence. You know, they if they may not even be the best looking person or whatever, but make them feel like they're the best looking person. Absolutely. Cause let me tell you, suicide the suicide rate is so high nowadays. It's crazy. I have never seen so many people committing suicide. And that's because I feel like a lot of times they don't they they commit suicide is because they're not shown the proper love towards them. What people nowadays call love is probably somebody that's just throwing them away or just downgrading them or just stabbing them in the back and just, you know, and they're like, well, I'm just trying to sometimes you gotta I mean yeah. you gotta know the difference between showing love and so-called being real you can be real and still show love but some people be real and, and just be mean and hateful absolutely that's the whole time i mean that's the whole time like man it, there's so much with that it's definitely a whole topic and you, you hit a lot of nails on the head you know what i'm saying first of all if you're in the comments right now do you go to church right now are you currently going to church on sundays i want to know and if you if you're a mom if you're a dad do you bring your kids to church? We want to know. Do you attend church in the flesh and blood? Do you attend church virtually? Don't lie. God will strike you. Do you, you know that church? All right, now, because we know Alger go to church every Sunday because you actually play. I have to. <laughs> right? So he's bounded by his commitment. You understand? I'm going to say, I've been in church my whole life. Yes, yes, yes. But you know what, Alger, like, let me ask you, do you ever feel like, ah, I don't feel like going today? And then it's like, you know you have to go to church. And then the message that's delivered is the message that you just needed to hear. You know what I'm saying? Even if you felt like, I'm about to really call out or whatever the case may be, I don't know how it works. But has that ever happened to you that God just took you in a direction that it 
that that church was the place you needed to be to hear the exact message you needed to hear. Absolutely. There's been many times where I didn't feel like going to church. I didn't feel like getting up out the bed. And we have those moments. There's been times where I was just dragging. I was just like, oh, my God, I don't feel like going in. And I'm just tired of sleeping or just didn't feel like going in, you know, because of or it could be like some situations that I'm dealing with or not. I'm just like, I don't feel like going. But going going to church has really definitely helped me in a lot of ways. Shout out to my mom and my dad, who's the pastor and first lady of our church. So, you know, I'm a pastor's kid, those of you that don't know. Um, and they have a way of making you want to. Yes. They have a way. They have a way of drawing, like prime example, showing love and kindness, not only just to their kids, but to the church members, to visitors. They make you want to keep going back for more. Even on the days that you don't want to go to church, they make you want to come back. And so um, I've had those moments. And there's been many times where my dad would preach a sermon or, uh, you know, really like dig deep into a sermon you know that he's preaching and it made me just realize like yo like this was definitely for me like i'm glad i did yeah. you know yeah i mean virtual church is cool but it ain't nothing like actually just being in church like in the building i like to be in the building you know i mean it's good to be at home chilling watching it online or whatever but i i, I just love being there like in the building like amongst the people you know so um, I've definitely had those moments and, you know, they have definitely, you know, helped me out in so many situations and so many occasions to where, you know, it turned me not wanting to go into church to I'm glad I did come, you know, so. Absolutely, absolutely. Man, that is, I feel like the biggest testimony is just like letting God lead you where you yeah. go. Um, but people in the comments, it said, Key, um, Key the Brownski, what up, Key? Um, said, been in church my whole life. Um, God's priority, 35, says, I'm not every, um, I'm not every since, oh, ever since the pandemic. I haven't been. Hmm. So the pandemic is holding people back. Key Brownskin also said, my dad is overseas and my mom is the elder, um, elder elect. Got it. Um, God's priority also said, but I raised my kids and grandkids in church. We've been going for over 20 years. So let me also ask this now for people that are, have been going to church their entire lives, but now the pandemic hit, how has that changed? Do you feel scared to go to church? Do you go to virtual church? Is there like too many options? Do you feel weird giving tithes online? I want to just know how people feel about church in this current state. Is church doors open again? Are churches closed? Like, tell us how you feel in the comments below. Um, Barbara Thomas also said, I am a mom, grandmother, pastor, and a counselor. It's very important for parents to not just send their child to church, but to come along with them for the children. Mm. Mm. That's a good one as well. Um, Ty Miracle says, yes, in church, but didn't always have a relationship with God. Hmm. Yes. Now that one right there is the key. That's a whole other conversation. We can't get into that today. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Queen Needy said, "I've been in church, um, all minds, but as well, but in the day as age. Huh? I'm old enough to say church has changed so much till it's different thing altogether. I have been to many different churches in my life. Hmm." Okay, Key said her church is open. So people are here in the comments and they're participating 
And we appreciate you guys dropping all the comments. If you guys want to join in the conversation and call in, ask Mr. Aldrin, the founder and creator of Gospel Artists Entertainment, the largest media platform in the world for gospel. Get into it. Yes. Uh, please call in, okay? This is your time to ask any question you want in regards to that. All right. Aldrin, how you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. Okay. I mean, these are some great topics. We definitely are hitting some great topics, and you are hitting some great points. Yeah. <laughs> definitely hitting the points. All right. So let's get into this conversation. Um, gospel artist. We, we touched on it a little bit in the last topic, but let's let's go into gospel artists. The state of gospel music. We just had a verses with Mary Mary and the Wyman's. Um, and that is like that real, you know, the whining song with Whitney Houston. And, you know, and they, they have like that real choir in the, the Brooklyn Tabernacle and all of these. They work with, you know, the Frank, with the Kirk Franklin. And, and you know, it, there's so much like culture in old school gospel from the 90s and maybe early 2000s. The state of gospel music today. Um, the oldies think it's very watered down. It's not authentic. These singers can't sing like they like the singers of yesteryear. Um, what are your thoughts? You host a very popular show, so you think you can sing. Y'all better get into it every Sunday. <laughs> Algie decides to do it. Pretty <laughs> 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 uh, much. What do you think is the state of gospel music today and in comparison to how it was back then? That's a good question. You know, I, I'm going to just give my honest opinion about it. So gospel music, I mean, gospel music is not dying. Um, it's just, it's being reconstructed a little bit. I do miss, yes, um, I do miss a lot of the old school gospel music. I, I do miss gospel music. Okay, so this this is my whole thing. A lot of people compare gospel music and CCM music, and they say they're two different things. Well, I don't think they're two different things, to be honest. I mean, they're all singing about God. So it's just music. It's, it's music. It's gospel music. So whether it's, whether it's uh, CCM or not, I don't consider it two different genres or two different styles of gospel. I just be like, oh, because when I hear something that's CCM or whatever, I'd say, oh, it's gospel. I don't ever say CCM. or So, but it's, it's definitely... Um, a little different nowadays. Um, I mean, <laughs> how is how is it different? Get, how is it different? Um. Well, I, I I I was always raised on that hand clapping, toe tapping, foot stomping type of gospel. Yeah, I'm like, give me the choir sound, you know. We don't really have, I mean, we have choir music out, but we don't really have a lot of choir music out that really make you feel like you're singing gospel music. Like, no, when I, <laughs> when I think of gospel music, I think about the wooden floors, you know, where you hear the, the hills clucking on the wooden floors. Okay. You smell the, you smell the food in the background. I mean, in the back, you know, cooking. You know, everybody's hot and sweating, but it's so good. You know, that's, and then you hear, like, you hear that good gospel, you know, you get that churchy feel. I just don't, 
I don't get that often now, you know. So, which is okay because I'm like, okay, you know, you have, you know, a lot of, you know, other artists out there. And I'm not knocking what's out now because there are a lot of great music out. Um, so when I think about gospel music and how it has changed, all I have to say is it's just, it's it's been all, not really alternated, but it's really been, it's, it's, it's changing in a way where we're learning to adjust, I guess. Um, but let me ask you this. You don't think that the responsibility was of the generation before because people only do what they're taught, right? Mm -hmm. So even though there were so many greats before, I feel like the greats before dumb taught dumb really, really well. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, somebody dropped the ball on how to give the next generation the tools or the knowledge or mm -hmm. the ability, the training. I don't something. Something is missing. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because can't be that maybe one or two people, but the whole it's a whole it's a miss. The whole thing is a miss. Yeah. What went wrong? Yeah, I think I mean it is I mean, somebody said it in the comments. Um oh hey. Wait, I can't even see. Somebody said it in the comments and said that, you know, um it's like, you know, with everything is changing, it comes time and it's like reaching the younger generation. I think that too. Um Hey, Miss Barbara, how you doing? Um, I think that too. Um, I just, I don't know. I guess because of the way I was raised, like I'm used to that old school churchy feel, you know. Um, and I, like I said, I understand the new music nowadays where, you know, you try to reach the younger generation. I think, and I, I like some of the new music. Do I listen to all of it? No, but I like some of it, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do. I like some of it, you know? I'm He's just being dead. honest. <laughs> no, I don't listen to all of it. Like, I love the Christian hip I love the Christian hip hop. I love, you know, I love some, you know, some CCM. I love I mean, I love different types of gospel music. I just don't listen to all of it. But there are certain music for certain age groups. So um there are, you know, some artists out there who only cl uh, cling to just the younger generation, and that's fine. There are some artists who still cling to the older generation and that's fine. But you always, I like a balance where you can get an artist that clings to all generations, young, middle, and old, you know? Absolutely. And I prefer yeah. those type of artists where you can give me, like, give me, give me, you know, that hip hop, you know, every now and then, but also throw in some quartet, throw in some, you know, old school, throw in that hand clapping, toe tapping music. And then and then go on into that you know that, yeah. that you know that gospel trap music or whatever you you know like, <laughs> you know I like I like balance you know <laughs> give me a little bit of all of you know but I mean like I said with, with everything that's going on like you know with the gospel industry um, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I want to know if you guys are listening to gospel music today. Are you guys tapping in with the new gospel artists, or are you listening to Kirk Franklin? The, well, the definitely listen to Kirk. We gonna listen to Kirk all the time. Listen, Kirk ain't going nowhere. 
and if you are listening to a new gospel artist and, and if there is some gospel artists that we should be checking out that we are not aware of drop their names in the comments okay because we need to know um and maybe i may even play one of their tracks on here and let's see if it's a hit yes or a miss no all right so let's go ahead and drop the comments whichever your favorite gospel artist is right now that is doing the thing today all right. see, when it comes down to, and I'm going to say this right quick, Jersey, when it comes down to gospel music, I, I still listen to a lot of old stuff. I listen to new stuff, but I listen to a lot of old stuff. Like, I miss the music that, you know, were like in the late 90s, early 2000s, you know. I like that. I grew up on. So, you know, and now I'm listening, like, I, I still listen to a lot of gospel music. But now I'm listening to more inspirational music. Like I'm listening to more music that is not pretend, like that's not considered gospel, but it's more inspirational. Cause I like to I like to keep my mindset broadened. Like I like to, you know, I like to just play around with all kinds of different types of music and get a feel of it. Because I think there's like a lot of messages that, you know, that you can get out of with different types of music. So I'm not knocking you know, those gospel artists that are trying to bring, you know, like more of the trap music or whatever for the younger generation. I'm not knocking that at all. Like, I think that's amazing. And, you know, I think that's amazing. I'm just, you know, I'm just like, you know, if I have my preference or if you just ask me what my preference is, I would just say, you know, yeah, throw in some Jean P. Key, you know, throw in some, you know, some Kirk Franklin or, you know, some Mary Mary, yeah. you know, throw in some you know, Yolanda Adams, throw in some... Okay. Yeah, the legends. Like, first of all, Aldrin, the comments are going crazy. Everyone is dropping uh, <laughs> all the people that they listen to. So you're going to go through this with me because I'm not familiar with every gospel artist, but I do know a few of the legends. I don't know anybody new. Except mm -hmm. for fake music. I'm directing a music video for him that's coming out. Now, there are some there are some amazing new artists out as well that I just love. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to even get to call the names because... If somebody's watching, they're gonna say I forgot their name, and then I become a whole topic on Clubhouse, and they ain't trying to do that. So there's some, there's a lot of new gospel artists that are just wonderful. hold on a second, hold on a second. We can't hold on a second. We can't skip past that. You said this will be a topic on Clubhouse if you forgot. Well, you know how people be doing. You know, I'm just saying. Huh? I'm just saying. That's why I try to watch what I say because I become a whole topic on Clubhouse, and then next thing you know, I'll be getting boycotted. Oh, we, first of all, hold on a second. Nope. We here on Zap Exclusive, and as Zap Exclusive, we got Aldrin McCullough and Gospel Entertainment's back at the fullest extent. <laughs> okay, so we don't, nobody's going to be on Clubhouse having any conversations about anything. I mean, that. I don't know. You never know. Like, okay, because I'm I'm confused. Let's get back into the comments. Everybody's dropping their comments of favorite they listen. All right, so Mr. J-R-R-Z-X-X says, do you feel like gospel artists get enough credit at award shows? Real quick, Algin, what do you think? That's a good, that now that's a good question. There are, first of all, now this is where I can actually speak on behalf of a lot of new artists. I really wish a lot of these award shows will allow these new artists the platforms because they, I feel like a lot of these new artists are just as talented as some of these legends or some of these people that's been out 
for a long time. I mean, to be honest, I like to see new faces. I like to see, like, I, I would love to see more. I mean, one thing I would say about the BET Awards, I think the first time, I think, is when I found out about Lizzo. It's through the BET Awards. She performed on the BET Awards. I believe that was the BET Awards. I never heard who Lizzo was. She was a new artist, I believe, and she performed, and she killed the stage. But one thing I love about the BET Awards is that you would, I, I think it was one year where they didn't, they didn't know half of the people that performed. People were like, who is this person? I ain't never heard of this person. But I loved it because the BET Awards allowed those new artists to be on the same platform that a lot of the big artists or the A-list artists or the R&B artists were on. And that's what I love because they allowed them, because they understood, first of all, they understood the assignment, but they also understood that these artists are, are phenomenal. They are great. So they deserve a spotlight like this. The gospel industry can, can do the same thing. We can do the same thing. There are a lot of amazing new talent that are out there that I believe deserve a spot on the big stage. There are a lot of artists that have been singing or, or rapping for years that have not gotten the opportunities that they deserve. Well, people, people, the powers that be can't be, you know, blocking the blessings of the newcomers. Of course. Yeah. So course. the powers of be... Um, receives the, the you know the, the touch of Jesus mm -hmm. um, and, and open up the gates, then there won't be any new music and any new talent being showcased, highlighted, or awarded. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's sad that they ha have to kind of go to the secular route to kind of to kind of get recognized, right? And but you know, and that's crazy. You know what? That's so crazy that you said it because I was just thinking about that. It's crazy, and I I don't blame them sometimes to be honest because. Over there, if they if, if you are talented, if you uh, they look at if you if you have a look and if you're talented, and if you you can probably <laughs> you can probably have you can probably be one of the most horrible singers, but if you got the look and you're marketable, they are going to put you on that stage. They believe in you because you know what they look at. If I sign yeah. you on to me, we're gonna make money. I'm just trying to make money. I don't even care if you get to the top in, in three days. I want to make money, but they're giving you that, that they're allowing you to be able to showcase your talent, your gift, because they not only believe in you, but they want to make that money. Versus over here in the gospel industry, and I'm going to just be honest, and I'm just going to be completely honest. Versus over here, a lot, and I'm not saying everybody, but a lot of them are based off of competition. They don't want to see you get surpassed them. Hmm. They don't want to see you make it to the top before I do. They don't want to see you. Uh, they don't. They they don't want to put you on the same platform that they own. They got the connection. <laughs> they got the connection. They got the connection. But because they're so stuck in their ways, they they want to see you only go so far and cut that off, knowing that you're talented. And I'm speaking on behalf of a lot of these gospel artists. The, these new gospel artists, because there are a lot of great new gospel artists that deserve a spot on the big stage. They deserve yeah. a spot on the Grammys. They, they deserve the spot in, in some of these different platforms. They deserve the spot. They've been working just as hard. Yes. Yeah. 
that shot's fired. And I'm going to be honest. I'm just being honest. There are a lot. That's the reason. That's another reason why I do so. You think you can sing? If you notice, I really have a celebrity on there. You know why? Because there are yeah. a lot of new. There are a lot of people that don't get the exposure. They don't get the 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 opportunity to come on platforms like so. You think you can sing? So guess what? I don't charge anybody. I don't make anybody sign in the contracts or anything. I put them on because I know that somebody in the comment section that I know have some great connections are seeking out new talent. So why not allow that opportunity to happen for them and just let them showcase their voices and their gift? People can say what they want to say, but there are a lot of people that God has blessed on So You Think You Can Sing. And I have yeah. not charged, and I don't charge because I want to see them successful and grow. If they're not going to be on a big platform, and if my platform is the biggest they're going to get, guess what? We're going to promote them. We're going to push them. We're going to let them yeah. come on because I believe in them. First of all, you just said a lot, okay? I'm, I'm just saying. First of all, you just said a whole lot, and that is facts. My brother Algin put a lot of people on even before they even blew up. I know some people that was nobody before, been on your platform, got seen by a lot of people, and now they somebody. In but you know, but you know what, Jersey? But I'm not even doing that for self glory. I don't even want self glory. I don't care about all of that. I believe in the people that's coming on singing, whether they sound bad or not, because a lot of it, uh, when they come on, so you think, hey, Auntie Melba, how Auntie you doing? Melba. Yeah. Yeah, Auntie Melba Moore is out here. Kelly Day is out here. What's up? Oh, see, now, see, these are legends. These are legends that need to be on the big stage. Yeah. They've already been on big stages. But, you know, but Auntie Mama Kelly Day is on here. Um, So when it comes down to So You Think You Can Sing, I don't want so I don't even care about getting self-glory. There are a lot of people that have been dying to get on a platform just to be able to sing and have and, and be able to just, you know, display their gift. And a lot of it is therapy. They so you think you can sing is therapy for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, whether they get signed or not from that show, guess what? They are they walk away happy because they're like, Oh my God, I got on So You Think You Can Sing. And you know, I never talk about anything. I never, this is my first time ever mentioning stuff like this about So You Think You Can Sing. But that just goes to show that not only does that happen for So You Think You Can Sing, that happened for your platform as well. Some people got on your platform, Jersey, that probably didn't even have an opportunity to get on anybody's platform or that's been having a hard time. But they're grateful for a person like yourself to give them the opportunities. And I feel like when it comes down to these platforms, whether it's big or small, there's always somebody that's going to be grateful for it, and they're going to walk away blessed because of the simple fact that we gave them a chance. Yes, it's facts. Facts. I, I, I want to just pour into you real quick because I don't think if people don't understand how hard you work, um, because me and you are friends in real life. Oh yeah, and, definitely. You know, and it's I know the conversations that we have in regards. Yeah how hard you work and how how pretty much you are a self-giving person. You don't charge anybody, like you said. You're very much a giving person. You get on your platform and you give your time, your energy, your your, your professionalism. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that let's be honest are not that talented and you still allow them, right, to get on your platform in front of sometimes hundreds, thousands of people to be able to showcase their gifts, 
right? And you always, you are always respectful. You are always pouring into, even just now, I just watched your show and somebody just lost a, a family member yeah. in shooting. And he was crying, he broke down and, you know, and you picked up and just started singing with him and it just touched me in a way that, you know, you don't understand how your ministry does wonders for everybody else that's watching. It touched me in a way that it just made me like, yo, if I don't have compassion, nothing in this world even really matters. If you don't know how to be compassionate and know how to really just be a forgiving and just, just learn how to just move forward in life with Jesus and, and just with, with, with love in the forefront. And yeah. you singing with him really it touched me in a way that's like, yo, I want to even, even though I had my topics and what we wanted to talk about, I really wanted to make sure that people walked away with today understanding that you can do anything you really set your mind to it if you just really put God in the forefront. Yeah, man. Yeah. So thank you for pouring into these singers. And yes, you've given a lot of people opportunities and you do not get all the credit that you deserve. But today we're giving your roses. I've seen a lot of people that I've even interviewed, okay? Now with verified checks before they was ver they wasn't verified checks sitting on your show. <laughs> we don't want to call no names out because we're respectful. Okay? <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, the queen auntie, auntie mother can even attest to this. You are the truth when when it comes to being a genuine person. So singers, please tap in with Algie McCullough if you're not, because he's gonna put you in the right direction and you might get signed singing on his platform. You never know. Cause it has happened. There was somebody that was just singing on So You Think You Can Sing a while back, and I got hit up by one of the recruiters, one of the workers at America's Got Talent, wanted her to come on the show, and she, yeah. Listen, that's. I mean, you just never know. Again, if you didn't know, he is the largest gospel media platform. <laughs> so, there is no confusion here. All right. So when you when you're when you're tapped in right now you zapped in but when you really go into gospel artists when you see that there's a lot of people there's a lot of people that follow the page there's a lot of people that tapped in there's a lot of people that's gonna watch the replay so understand that it is a blessing to come on to his platform when he decides to share it with you how, listen Algin how many times do you have so many people that you don't even get to get on the show because it's too many people calling it'd be too many it'd be way too many I'm like. Y'all, if I try to call everybody, we're going to be singing on here till morning time, like the early sunrise. Like, that's like it'd be way too many. And just when I'm thinking I'm I'm getting ready to clear the queue, here come one people requesting. I'm like, no, we can't, you know. But but it's all God. It's not, it's not me. It's all God, you know. And I believe that with consistency comes elevation and um and I've always been taught, uh, even by my father, um, the more, the higher you get, you, ele you know, you're being elevated, the more humble you should become. And I'm just like, you know, yeah. um, at the end of the day, like, I just, I have a heart and love for, for people. Like, I'm a people person. So I want to make sure that I'm, you know, putting some, uh, you know, a smile on somebody's day or, you know, making sure that I'm, you know, turning somebody you know, into a whole new person after wanting to just give up on life. Like, bring to them. So, you know, yeah. Other than that, I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm amazed.
you know? So I'm just grateful that God has allowed me the, the opportunity, so. No, man, and, and, and you're still going, still growing. I'm excited to see what you even have next in store. You always doing some dope and innovative things from industry one-on-one to so you think you can sing to all the different things that you bring to the platform, to even just jumping on the shows with me. You know what I'm saying? You just, you're very much a giving person. So, you know, I want to make sure that you understand that we love you in real life. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you, bro. You know, keep grinding and we're going to definitely make a lot of people understand why you did what you did okay <laughs> <laughs> now and for the people that goes on to clubhouse or do posts or anything you know gospel artists entertainment may be very 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 um abiding by the rules but we want all the smoke over here nobody's going to be talking about my brother aldrin on no platform <laughs> Okay, I'm in New York City, and you know we are surrounded by angels, and God is protecting us over here. All right. Yeah, y'all New Yorkers are crazy too, so I know yeah. you mean what you say. <laughs> we don't. So you know, I'm just you know. <laughs> you know I, uh, okay, so Algin, I wanna I wanna ask you. Who do you have your eyes on in gospel right now um, that you are enjoying and you listen to on a regular basis? Who are you enjoying right now? Uh, There's so many people that I'm enjoying. Um, one of them is Doe Jones, um, absolutely incredible artist. She gives like an India Irie feel. Um, mm. But Doe Jones is so amazing. Um, who else? Of course, Ja'Kalen Carr, Kevante Gavin, my brother Michael George is on here, Cali Day. Um, I mean, I mean, it's just, it's quite a bit of people that I'm really like, just really tapped, tapped into the gospel industry. See, you wrong for asking me this question because you ain't gonna get me in trouble. Somebody gonna be like, oh, well, so, so you ain't tapped into, like, you know, you know how people are. <laughs> yeah, like, first of all, I'm a choreographer and I work with so many dancers. If somebody asks me who are one of some of my favorite dancers right now and I can only name three, it just is what it is at yeah, that right. point. Right? It, you know, it's it, it's fun. Like the comments were going crazy before and the comments have gone so far. I was trying to read some of the gospel artists that people were listening to. So maybe we yeah. can let me see if I can scroll back up. There's I mean, there's a lot of people that's doing some I mean amazing things. I mean, you have Crystal Aiken, you have Crystal Rucker, you have Wendy Henderson Wyatt, you have um um what up, what up, what up? Kiara Shear, the Clark Sisters. You have I mean, I'm naming the legends and the new artists. Mm. You have I mean you have so many, so many great artists that are just doing some amazing things. Yes. You know? Um you have Maverick City, you have um I mean just so many great artists. Nia Allen, you have um of course, the Winans. Um, you have Anthony Brown and Group Therapy. You have um, Vashon Mitchell that's still doing some amazing things. I mean, there's a lot of artists like Tiffany Boone. You have Jonathan Nelson, Jason Nelson. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of artists. There's Mary Mary, like, just amazing. You just. Dropped. Chante Atkins. I mean, come on. Like, there's a lot of amazing artists. Yes. Yeah. 
Listen, again, if you are in the comments, drop your favorite artist in the comments. You know what I'm saying? And this is all that it's about. We're just tapping in and zapping in with who we listen to. Everybody sometimes doesn't get named. And if, if you don't get named because you're not at the forefront of people's heads at that moment, so that means you need to work maybe a little harder to be on people's radars, right? guess what? I'm not at the forefront of people's heads when uh, when they go to marketing services for, for the for the advertisements and stuff. I'm not at the forefront when they when they when they come <laughs> When they booking, when they booking media outlets, <laughs> I'm not at the forefront of some people's heads. So, listen, listen, I'm just saying. And and you just named about twenty to thirty dope gospel artists. And at the end of the day, I think right now you, this is your platform, the largest media platform in the world for gospel. And you just named a lot of gospel artists. They should be paying for that. Okay, so. <laughs> at the end of the day, you're doing people a service. Now, I see some comments coming in. Y'all are definitely naming these artists. Let's see what's going on. Jonathan McReynolds. Do we know who that is? Yeah, he's a great artist as well. Okay. Um, the Red Hands Band. Do we know They're who that great. is? They're great. They're phenomenal. PJ Morton Bennington. Phenomenal. Okay. Um, let's see who else we got on here that people are naming. The Mission. Who? Mission? Who is Mission? I don't know. I've seen that up top before. Zacardi? Zacardi Cortez, amazing artist. The Sound Bites? Yes, they are great. They are great. I love the Sound Bites. Anita Wilson? Absolutely. Mm. Love Anita Wilson. That's my girl. Okay. Um, all right, y'all are dropping some dope. Tasha Collins, listen. First of all, I love me. Let me tell you. If nobody, if no other gospel artist is going to respond to me, Ja'Kayla Carr and Tasha Cobbs Leonard are going to respond to me every single time. Mm. And that's why I'm, and I'm not knocking anybody else, but I'm just putting it out there. Okay. Because they respond. Okay. You know? And, you know, you know it's just. Unto others as you may have them do unto you. Exactly. And I, I have to personally give them a shout out because there hasn't been a time like they have been. And I'm not saying anybody else is not like this, but I can really honestly say this about those two. They have been consistent. They have been loving. They have they have been kind from mm. the day that I first introduced myself to them. Mm. They have never changed. Tasha Cobbs Leonard and Ja'Kalen Carr are so loving and so kind. Like, when I tell you, they're like my big... Well, Ja'Kalen is younger than me. But Tasha Cobbs-Lennon is like my big sister in my head. We're good friends. You know, I'm supposed to be going to her live recording, which is in Chicago, by the way. So make sure y'all get y'all tickets. Um, <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm supposed to be going. I'm going to try to go. I'm not sure. But uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to try to go. Uh, oh, yeah, Pastor Mike Jr., Dwayne Woods, those are some amazing artists, too. But Tasha Cobbs Leonard and Ja'Kalen Carr are two artists that I can honestly say have been consistent from the first day that I met them. Leandria Johnson, too. Like, you can't help but to love them. And I think they have been, like, some amazing art, like, some of the most amazing artists to where it have really allowed me to 
keep going and keep pursuing the gospel industry. You know, you just have those certain ones where they make you change your mindset and it's like, okay, no, I'm going to stay in, you know, I'm going to stay a part of this because of people like you. You're, you're like, you're, you're the type of person that's making me want to stay a part of this, you know? So they, they have been so loving and so kind. So I just had to throw that in about Ja'Kalen and Ja'Kalen Carter and Tasha Coslin and like, yeah. I, lo I love you yeah. so much. Yes, yes, yes. And listen, when, when people show you love, you got to show them love back. And, and 1K Few. 1K Few is another one that's absolutely amazing. One of the most down-to-earth hip-hop artists, Christian artists that I have ever met. So down-to-earth. So shout-out to 1K Few. Okay, shout-out to 1K Few, bro. Yeah. yeah. Man, there's so many. You guys are going crazy in the comments. Miss um, Lamech said, uh, Miss Lam K524 said Kira Sheard. Um, I love Kira Sheard. Towie Man said Kenny Lewis. Yeah. Queen Nerdy22, Liberia Thomas, Christina Dimples Devon, Rudy, uh, Rudy Currents. Oh, phenomenal artist. Okay. Uh, Tureim again said um, Joshua Band. Uh, Marcus J. McKinley said Dwayne Woods. I love him. Um, Leandria Johnson. Absolutely. Donald Lawrence. Brandon. Yep. Mm -hmm. You guys are going crazy, and you guys are definitely um, listing a whole bunch of artists. And that's what it's pretty much giving everybody their flowers and just dropping people that you guys are inspired by. Because now you never know someone in the comments or on this live or here's the playback will go and research somebody that you guys just dropped. Yeah. And a message now just touched them. You just never know. Um, all right, let's get into you, Algin, you know, just to close it out. What are you working on? The people want to know. Before Auntie Melba just left, she said, when is Algin getting into boots? Okay. They want to know when you are dropping or when you are going to bless us and give us some music. Well, those of you that don't know, some of you do know, um, gospel is not the only thing that I'm pursuing. Um, as a matter of fact, I don't think it's actually something I'm pursuing. It's just something that I was always, I've always grown up doing. But I'm more focused now on my acting career. So with that being said, I am in a history, uh, stage play that is getting ready to go on the royal road called White Lies. It is with Claudia Jordan, Pooch Hall, Christian Keys, and Willie Taylor. And um, we are set to hit some cities and uh, we're waiting we're currently awaiting on dates first of all shout out to claudia jordan so loving so kind so amazing it's a breath it's a fresh it's a breath of fresh air like fresh a breath of fresh air yeah it's a breath of fresh air did i say that right yes you did okay yeah. it's, a <laughs> it's a breath of fresh air to be surrounded by people who are not necessarily in the Christian community, but some fresh faces, some fresh blood that are just so loving and so kind. And it's so easy to work with Claudia Jordan. She's so amazing. One of the most amazing people that I have ever worked with. So huge shout out to Claudia. That's my girl. I love her. Shout out to Jen Traeger, who is her personal assistant, uh, worker, um, he does some of everything. He wears many hats. 
he actually uh, started me out in this play. And I know he don't want me to always mention him, but I just got to give honor where honor is due, you know. And he uh, believed in me. And so I want to give a shout-out to Trey, um, Jen Traeger. Thank you so much, bro. Um, but, yes, Claudia Jordan puts uh, – she's the writer and creator of White Lies, the play. Um, incredible cast. I mean, the cast is so fun to work with. I love each and every one of them. They are so amazing. They're like my second family, you know. And I can't wait for this road trip to come to, the, you know, these different cities. I can't wait for this tour. So – that's going on. We're hitting a few cities that I can't tell y'all about is, uh, well, I don't know if I can tell y'all about them yet, but I do know that we're getting ready to hit some cities between June, starting June, starting like the end of June. So just be on the lookout for that. Once we get dates and cities finalized, I'll be able to share them with you all. Um, the, the play is not kid-friendly. It is definitely an, a, a play for adults. Okay. Okay. Yes. Just FYI, so don't don't bring your kids out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's why the, that's why the play is called White Lies. You know, White. but it's yeah, but it's very informative. It's very great. I mean, I love I love the play. I lo it's a great experience. Um, like I said, everybody is just phenomenal. So I can't wait for y'all to see it. Yes, yes, yes. Congratulations, as you got to clap it up for that first. Of all. <laughs> We've been talking so much about you wanting to break into acting for a minute. Yes. Oh, and my God. Look at what you manifested. It's finally happening. And what God had in store for you all along. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations. Everybody in the comments was saying congratulations. Thank uh, you. Thank you all so much. Congratulations. Barbara Maldrick said congratulations because they know you've been working for this, bro. So congrats. And I hope you guys are pulling up to New York City. Yes, I believe I, we're. I, hopefully, that's one of the cities that we come to. So if it is, you know, I'm gonna let you know. Of course, of course, of course. Appreciate um, David. Yes, 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 David. What up, bro? David said, "Congratulations, absolutely." We know how. Listen, in, in the entertainment industry, is definitely not easy to get a gig, right? So when you are able to get a gig and be able to be around people that are positive and you're having a good experience, we we gotta salute that and just be grateful, right? Yeah. So, man, congrats, and let me know when you are out here. Absolutely, man. Now, anything else that we should be on the lookout for? That's it. Okay, so that's about it. That's it. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. So let everybody know where they can find you. And Absolutely. And yes, if you if if we come to Florida, I would definitely let you know. I would love for you to come. Um, so yeah, you can y'all can go and follow me, of course, at Aldrin McCullen, um, on my personal page. Um, I have a goal. I'm trying to reach 100k, y'all, on my personal page. I'm at 72k. So I still got about 28K more to go before I hit 100K. So y'all go and follow me. Make sure y'all spread the word. Y'all help me get to, I'm trying, my goal is to reach 100K by the end of the year, by December 31st. Hopefully I can do it, so. Yes, let's go. Let's do, you, you, go. you say you wanted to act, you're doing it. You want 100K, watch it happen. Yes. I believe it. <laughs>
Sure. Let me put my. I need to get to 10K. Can I get there? Like, I need my followers to go follow Jersey. Help him to get to at least 10K. No, we need to get you to 20K. Oh, oh in the name of Jesus. We yes. <laughs> yes. In the name. All right. So, listen, these are all things you're putting out in the universe. Algin, you were dope today. You came out here and gave the real. You Man, are of gospel you are gospel at its core you give so much to this culture um and you get so much to singers that are trying to pursue a career and again we love you so thank you again for here, man man i appreciate you for always lending your platform for me thank you so i'm sorry my toby and tommy let me tell you those are some singing girls right there they sisters they have you ain't never heard of toby and tommy. i'm gonna i'm gonna hip you to them one of I, let me tell you, they are some of the most incredible singers. Are they on Spotify in, in the industry? I think they have music out. Go check them out. They sing background for Dunn Lawrence and Company, but they also have their own music. I'm gonna hip you to them. They are like in freaking credible. They're another one. They're they're another one. They have been consistent since the day that I met them. So kind, so humble, so sweet. They are some of the most amazing people ever. So I love me some Toby and Tommy. So I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna send you their music so you can check it out because they they are so dope. All right, I'm definitely gonna be checking them out. All right. Um, they said don't leave until you pin your page info, please. Uh, okay, go ahead. Right, right in the comments, um, Aldrin, and then I'll. Pin yeah, we're gonna pin it right now. We're gonna get Aldrin. It says it right there. It says gospel artist entertainment. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, you want oh your your this one. Boom, boom. Let's pin this. Kim Cotton. Bam. There we go. Make sure you guys go follow Algin McCullough. Okay. Thank you so much, bro. He's trying to get to 100K. Make it happen. Tap I believe it. Tell all your friends. And first of all, I'll be seeing Algin be giving out cash on the cash app sometimes. I, I do. So make sure you go follow him for real because you might get some money. He might pay for your lunch. You know, he'll be doing stuff like that. And, and if it's not coming directly from me, it's not from me. Because there have been some scammers out there that's been put that's been trying to reel in people. What is going on? Yeah. I got I got fake pages of me oh. day, So y'all please, until I'm able to get my pages verified, y'all please follow the right page. Because I don't want y'all to get scammed. They be having fake pages of you out here? Yeah. Go look it up. There are some fake pages of me. Oh, we're going to have to get it. Okay, we're going to have to talk offline. All we right. Definitely, we definitely <laughs> got to, bro. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. All right. Thank y'all so much for zapping there with Zap Exclusive. I am your boy, Jersey, and this is Algin McCullough from Gospel Artist Entertainment. Algin, can I ask you to do a drop for me? Oh, yeah. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Aldrin McCullough with Gospel Artists Entertainment. And so you think you can sing. I am tapped in with my boy, Jersey, on Black Culture, The Breakdown. Is that it? What is, that's wrong. Uh, it's definitely not Black Culture, The Breakdown anymore. It's not? Oh! <laughs> okay. Oh, that was good, too. I was in that thing, too. <laughs> We, you was definitely in it. We gonna do cut two. It's called Zap Exclusive. That's the Zap Exclusive. Oh my god! Yeah. And we zapped in. We zapped. We zapped in. Okay, let me do it again. Okay. okay. 
What's going on, family? You already know who it is. It's your boy, Alger McCullough with Gospel Artist Entertainment. And so you think you can sing? I am zapped in with my brother, Jersey. So make sure y'all tune in for an incredible show. Let's get it popping. Yeah. Okay, that was good. That was good. <laughs> but you didn't say Zap Exclusive. Okay. You're supposed Take to say Zap in with Zap Exclusive. Zap Exclusive. Take three. We got it. All right. What's going <laughs> 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 Take three. All right. <laughs> What's going on, family? You already know who it is. It's your boy, Alger McCullough, with Gospel Artist Entertainment. And so you think you can sing. That's right. I am tapped in and zapped in with my brother, Jersey, on this zapped in exclusive. Zap exclusive. That's what it is. We're going to do it right there, and we're going to make sure y'all tapped in as well. So make sure y'all join in. Let's have a good time on this show. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Listen, my brother Alger, thank you so much for coming on here, man. Make sure you guys are zapped in with Zap Exclusive. This there's, there's a lot of zapping going on. <laughs> it's all good. Listen, listen, we're going to cut it all up and we're going to make it right. You did what you had to do. Um, thank you again, my brother. I appreciate you so much. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> No, no problem. If y'all don't know, this episode will be available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Music, and all streaming platforms. So please zap in with Zap Exclusive, and we will talk on the next episode, which will be tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with LMA and YouTuber Mr. Calvin Michaels. All right, y'all? I'm going to see y'all tomorrow. Algin, deuces. Appreciate it, man. See you, man. Peace. <laughs>